If I was Sheldon Keith, I would have called up Morgan Riley and said that's a stupid thing to do. Welcome to the Home Stand Leafs podcast, powered by Sports Interaction Sportsbook and Casino, your homegrown sportsbook. Bet local. I'm your host, Albert Vartanian, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Justin Pooney. We'll tell you why Morgan Riley is the biggest idiot of the weekend. <laughs> On today's show, we're going to talk about Riley. Did Morgan Riley do the right thing? Justin Pooney doesn't think so. How will the Leafs decor cope without him? How many games will the Leafs lose while he's suspended? And why you should be worried about William? Nylander. Lots to get to, so let's get this thing started. I'm Albert Vartanian, he's Justin Pooney, and this is Homestand Leafs. Justin Pooney. Yes, sir. Morgan Riley did something. I don't know if you heard. Oh, no. I, th- I thought that this was bigger than the Super Bowl at one point in time. It I was. Thought, actually I thought this Saturday Morgan night. Riley incident was going to overtrump the Super Bowl we saw last night. Okay, hold on. Because... Before you go on your rant, that's probably okay. going to be incoherent. Let me just tell people <laughs> what's going on. Give them some context. So, Saturday night, the Toronto Maple Leafs lost to the Ottawa Senators. But near the end of the game, Ottawa had a empty net situation. It was Ridley Gregg. And he was on a breakaway towards an empty net. He took a slap shot. To basically ice the game, Morgan Riley of the Toronto Maple Leafs, obviously the defenseman there, um, assistant captain, decided to react to that situation. And he went after Greg. He cross-checked in the head. After that, scrum ensued, yada, yada, yada. Since then, the NHL Department of Player Safety has decided that there will be a hearing, an in-person hearing from Morgan Riley, which will take place on Tuesday. We're filming this on a Monday, February 12th at about 1.12 p.m. Eastern time. So we haven't heard anything yet about a suspension, how long it's going to be. He's going to get suspended. Mm -hmm. For how long? We don't know yet. We're hearing potentially five, six, maybe even more. Elliot Friedman apparently mentioned that some people were telling him that he can get up to 20 games, which I think is completely unlikely. But before we get into our opinions on the hit, because it's split a lot of opinions from mm-hmm. Leaf fans to Sens fans to players against the media, it's it's been a hot topic over the weekend. Here's what Sheldon Keefe had to say after the game. What do you think of Morgan Riley's reaction to really Greg's slap shot into the empty net? I thought it was appropriate. Do you think, uh, are you concerned at all that he might get some sort of little discipline as a result of yeah, the Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure they'll look at it, yeah. Do you think maybe the egregious play you were talking about at first period, like the frustrations going over for him for the no, I think he's reacting to a play. Their player has the right to do what he wants in that moment, and our players have the right to react. To, you know, it's the motions of the game. That's the way it goes. When you say it's appropriate, why do you think that's appropriate? It's pretty apparent. All right, so Sheldon Keefe, the coach of the Toronto Maple Leafs, believes it was appropriate, and the Leafs had a right to react. Also, Claude Giroux of the Ottawa Senators was asked about it after the game, and this is what he had to say about the situation. Um, you know, it's, you know, sometimes uh, that kind of stuff happens. Uh, you know, I obviously don't like seeing him uh, getting hit in the face there, but, you know, uh, there's not much really to say. Uh, sometimes uh, that kind of stuff happens. And now here's Justin Pooney with what he has to say after that Morgan Riley hit on Ridley Gregg. Here you go. Your platform. I know you want to talk <laughs> about you, it. Thank you. Thank um, you. Albert, you mentioned it in, you know, in the, the, the tee up, the setup to this situation. Morgan Riley is the assistant captain on the Toronto Maple Leafs, the longest tenured Toronto Maple Leaf, and he's also the biggest idiot of the weekend. Morgan Riley, I don't know, for whatever, maybe it's all the noise, the Leafs are soft and stuff like that, and you want to take a cheap shot on some guy that I never heard anything about until Saturday night, right? You lost the game. 
You let him score in the empty to take a slap shot. So now you're upset and you're pissed off that he put a slap shot in the empty. Who cares? You lost the game. You decide to go all Dale Hunter on him, right? That's not toughness. You understand that you what you know what you're doing. There's consequences for your actions. You're gonna get suspended a minimum of five to six games right now, right? Your defense core is hot trash right behind you, right? And now you're taking you're hurting your team so much because you can't keep your emotions in check because some guy put a slap shot into the net. An empty net. The game was over. So what? Take a note. Next time you face Ottawa, then go get back to it. Right? But don't do something stupid like this where you're going to cost your team, your team that is in a dogfight for a playoff spot right now. You are the number one defenseman on the Toronto Maple Leafs, and you can't keep your emotions in check as a leader. I heard John Tavares talk about it too uh, after the game, commending. And I get it. You got to have your teammates back here. But again, this is the same situation with the Toronto Maple Leafs where the team, the, sorry, the players run the team. There was no account. There's, if I was Sheldon Keith, I would have called up Morgan Riley and said, that's a stupid thing to do because you understand what our defense situation is right now. And now you're going to be gone for a minimum five to six games? That it's, it's not smart. It's not disciplined. It's, it's flat out stupid, right? You are costing your team so much right now that we're going to talk about it later on in the show, but what their defense core is going to look like for the next games as Morgan Riley is gone. It's not tough. I saw people on Twitter and, you know, all over the all over the media this past week and say, oh, that's good. He stood up for our team. Oh, fine. We're changing the narrative. Yada, yada. Changing what narrative? You're still soft. You cheap shot a guy. That's not... How does that make you tough? Being tough would have been, okay, we lost, but you know what? I'm not going to react. Show some mental toughness. Don't get all in your feels because some guy put a slap shot on an empty day. It made no sense to me, Albert. It was stupid. It was reckless. It was careless. It cost the Toronto Maple Leafs. And quite frankly, this makes the Toronto Maple Leafs as a whole look even worse than before. They're still soft. And the best part is now they're soft, sore losers now. That's I don't know. I, I completely disagree. Obviously, players who've played the game have no issue with it. Yeah. He had to react. This whole situation wasn't about toughness. It was about reacting to being embarrassed. They played a horrible game, so there was frustration on Morgan Riley's part. To get embarrassed. And then you have a player who's played 58 games in the league decide to do that. And then you have a veteran in Claude Giroux, who's his teammate, who didn't even go to bat for him. That tells you a lot about Ridley Gregg did. Listen, am, am I happy about what Morgan Riley did? As a Leafs fan, absolutely. And I think as a player, you have to react to that. You ha have absolutely no choice. If it wasn't Riley, it was someone else behind that player. They're going to react to it. You have to. Did he have to cross-check him in the head? That's probably the only part that I don't like and most people don't like. But it is what it is. He had to go after the player. They are being embarrassed. And it would happen on any team in the NHL. They would react the exact same way. If you were to do that in beer league, at Canland Sports on Martin Grove, there would be a reaction. That's hockey. That's the game. It's always been that way. This is not about being soft or being tough. But the Leafs have been trying to shed that narrative. That's a fact. We know that. They actually said it. After the Marchand situation, yeah. they had a team meeting, and they said that will never happen again. That was Ryan Reeves. So this is a part of that process. You can have multiple opinions on this thing, mm -hmm. right? You can hate it, like it. You can dislike what Riley Gregg did. Some people, or Riley, excuse me, Ridley Gregg, you can like mm -hmm. it. Some people like the slap shot. I'm fine with the slap shot. I love this type of entertainment because it's a battle in Ontario. This game actually means something to both teams other than win or lose. It's just a built-in tradition between these two teams, and there's some sort of hatred there. And so he tried to show him up. Riley reacted, and now here we are. So I, I don't think it was an act of toughness. I think it was frustration, but also a situation where you absolutely have to react to being embarrassed by the other team. 
you got they got embarrassed, right? Because they put themselves in that predicament. They played a horrible game. They played a horrible game. No one is disputing right? that. What my problem is this, right? You are a leader on a team. Show some leadership and play and use By your head. By not doing anything. Okay, so if he did it's that, it's not listen, his position to do anything about that. Listen, let me ask you a question. If uh -huh. Greg does that and Riley's behind him and does nothing, what's the conversation we're having today? And you're probably saying, wow, look, they don't even react to being humiliated by a guy who hasn't even played a full season in the NHL. That's exactly what you would say, and you know you would say it. I would and everyone else would too. So you can't, a, you can't have it both ways. No, no, I'm not. You cannot on, have hold it both on, ways. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What I'm saying is this, right? You got embarrassed on a Saturday night against a team that you should have beat, no problem. 100%. Absolutely, right? But he scores in an empty net. You decide um, instead of you could have just stopped, like skated in front of him, stopped it, confronted it. What happened, like kind of at the end of the you know the Islanders game, right? Nobody got suspended after that. But no, you decide when he's skating back up the boards that you got to cross check him in the face, right? Again, Dale Hunter on Pierre Turgeon. There's other ways to go about it in a smarter way. Right now, Morgan Riley is it was a stupid play. It was stupid what he did. It was dumb and. The way I see it is this, right? You mentioned Ryan Reeves saying it's never going to happen again. That's Ryan Reeves' job to do something about it. Why is Morgan Riley... Ryan Reeves was on the bench. What are you I talking understand, about? but this is what I'm saying. You take a mental note of it, right? We're talking... Okay, let me use an example. The Canucks lost on Saturday, right? The guy hit the gritty after the game. I guarantee you, no Canucks player did anything after the game because the game was over, right? Again, shootout, empty, different situation. But I guarantee you, and we, I heard post-game clippings that they will take note of that and remember it when they play on Thursday. For sure. Right? That they, is what the Toronto Maple Leafs should do, but, right? But they don't play they the don't play, again. I understand that you don't play, but you just you don't, you don't let your emotions get the best of you and put yourself in a situation now where you're hurting your team more than the situation was even worth, right? The, the Senators... This doesn't matter for the centers, but this hurts the Leafs in a whole big way right now because you're losing your number one defenseman for an extended period of time. The Ottawa centers don't care, right? But the Toronto Maple Leafs, this hurts the Toronto Maple Leafs a lot. And Morgan Riley has to know that he's hurting his team by doing this. It is a selfish, selfish move by Morgan Riley there. He's more useful for the Toronto Maple Leafs on the ice than sitting at home and being suspended right now. Obviously. So Obviously. why you need to think about that? But listen, it's this is this is heat of the moment stuff. It doesn't matter. You have to be smarter. This is heat of the moment stuff. I have no problem with it. And listen, I bet you this. There's a lot that goes into that. It's not just the slap shot. It's not just that they're losing that game. It's the the direction I think that the Leafs are trending. All that into one, you get that. And I'm surprised that it's going to be an in-person hearing, which basically means a minimum of five games, which I believe the Leafs are probably going to appeal. He cross-checked in the face. I understand that. Blindside. I understand that. I just wonder what what the Department of Player Safety take into consideration here with this hearing. They're going to get... They're going to... You can't have actions like that, right? This is this was not even in the play of the game. This was after the play ended, right? Right. Morgan Riley had every chance to do something different. He decided that he was upset that they got embarrassed on a Saturday night. So you just, so basically you wanted him to do nothing, take note, and for the next time they yeah. play the Senators, which is next season, then react. It does. But here's the thing, Albert. You but mentioned. I go back to what's the conversation that we're having right now? If Let nothing, me ask you this. If he didn't react, I'm asking. What's the conversation we're having? We're, we're gonna say, well, why you the code, the code, yada yada. No, you can't what, let what them are you have. saying after that? I'm gonna. But I'll say this. You're gonna if, say, "Wow, Morgan Riley's smart." Let me ask. Are, are we gonna? Are we really gonna? Would this be leading our podcast on a Monday 
after the loss, if he just slaps on no, the puck. No, we'd be talking about we'd the We'd be game. talking about the actual game. Right. What are we doing right now? We're talking about this. Actually, you, you know what? In this market, if that were to happen, people would speak up and be like, why didn't the Leafs react to that? That would that would probably be dominating the the discussion. But it's not. Today. A, but that's not what happened. We're talking in factuality. Right. Right what actually happened? We're talking about right now that the Toronto Maple Leafs' number one defenseman is going to be out for at least five to six games, maybe even more. I would not be surprised if he gets seven to ten games. Okay, let me ask you this: right? Brendan Gallagher was suspended five games for his hit, which was so dirty against the New York Islanders. This um, was not so dirty. I understand that, but an open ice hit, puck's gone, elbow to the chicken wing, elbow to the face. One of the dirtiest players who really doesn't doesn't get suspended as much as he probably mm-hmm. should. Is that warrant five, six games? Is that is that as bad as that? Like you're saying it should be five, six and I think that's where we're at. David Perron on Arden Zub. Yeah. The cross check. Which they deem not a hockey play, which yeah. they might the, deem Morgan this, Riley's this not a hockey not a, play. The, 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 that got six games. This is a factual that's not a hockey play. Right, that's why you mentioned the David Perron thing. Right, that's the bar. Right, that's you add in the fact the game was over, there was intent. Right, there was um, no, like the, the, the play was over, there was intent. You know, you go for the head. Right, a guy wasn't aware of anything going on. Who, Greg? He wasn't aware of anything going on. Do you think he expected Morgan Wright to come to him and did you watch him in the, the face? play? Did you watch the play? Yes. He takes a slap shot. As he's coming around the boards, he's looking over his shoulder because he's expecting a reaction. He knows exactly what he's doing. He Justin, ex- nobody these expects players to get aren't stupid. In the face. He expects the player to come after him. Right? He just hot-dogged in front of the team. Hey, we're beating you. Yeah. And here's a slap shot on an empty net. And he looks over his shoulder because he knows what's coming. But does he expect Morgan Wright to come and cross-check him in the face? He better expect something. Yeah. Some, At that maybe, point, maybe, maybe, like what a, he's gonna just push him? Hey, I'll get you next time. No, maybe he grabs him or whatever. But he's a cross check. Him. Him. There's a, Justin. How long you been watching hockey for? What are you talking about? There, Out of all the people that I know, you've been watching hockey since you were like a baby. Yes. And you're telling me like he should expect him to grab him and hug him? I didn't. I, I didn't expect him to come there and two at the reaction the face or. You can't, okay. Listen, at the end of the day, listen, at the end of the day, what Morgan Riley did was the appropriate reaction. Sheldon Keefe is bang on. If it was so How, bad, hold okay. on. If it was so bad, mm-hmm. then a veteran, a guy so respected in the NHL, his teammate, Riley, Ridley Gregg's teammate, Claude Giroux, would come out and go after Morgan Riley and say that was despicable. He shouldn't have done that. But he didn't. He said sometimes these things happen. No one has really come to the defense of Greg outside of people in the media and writers. It's been players and current players who don't really have a problem with what happened. Who are we to dispute that? The guys who play the game understand. Okay, now Morgan Riley, does this hurt his team? Absolutely. Uh-huh. But you have to react to that situation. You don't have to react in that way, though. That's what I'm saying. You so, can okay, react. What, what is he supposed to do? I'm okay. I'm Tell watching, me what I'm he's watching it right now. No, forget about watching no, it right no. now. What is Mor- Morgan okay, Riley? For you, mm-hmm. you're the coach of that team. Right. What is Morgan Riley supposed to do? Morgan Riley. Or any other player that's chasing down Greg. Okay. Not every player is equal, right? If it was Ryan Reeves doing it or Ponte, whomever, that, fine. Morgan Riley is so imperative to the Toronto Maple Leafs' success. He has to be aware at all times that I have to make sure that I don't cost my team. Right? And I understand it's the heat of the battle. I understand that you, you're upset. But you have to take it. You don't two, two-hand a guy in the face. You can hit him. You can stop him and like you know get a, start a scrum. But you don't 
act that way. I'm not saying don't react. I'm saying react in a way where it's not going to cost you in the long and run. And also, listen, you, I think you're, you're not taking into, into consideration the heat of the moment I and what's going on. There's frustration from the game. It's the Battle of Ontario. And to, this guy is trying to embarrass athlete. your team. You have also, to your doesn't, it, check. doesn't it mean a whole lot more for the Toronto Maple Leafs that it's coming from, from a guy like Morgan Riley than it would be Pontus Holmberg or Noah Gregor? Because you expect that's those guys to do that. That's the whole point. Why, but, why, but it, that's why I'm so upset but about this it. Is not, this is uncharacteristic of the Toronto Maple Leafs to do something like this, that it means more coming from a player who's looked at like a captain in that dressing room. But that's exactly the point, Albert. He needs to be smarter because he's now going to get suspended for an extended period of time. This hurts it, the it Leafs. It is what it is, dude. But it can't be it is what it is. It, it so has to be. If they go 0 for 6 these next games, right? They could. Is it going to be they it could. is what it is still? They could. I don't think anybody clearly in that organization or Leaf fans are upset with more, what, what Morgan Riley They're going to be when they lose the next six games. Well, I mean, that's the situation that they're in. I should say they missed them for 17 games last season. They went 14-2-1. and one. But that's so a different team last year. This that, year we talked about that defense enough. isn't that, that different. But make it that what you will. Listen, is there a chance that they only win maybe one game in the next five? Absolutely. And then was there a chance that they would come out of that stretch under 500, even with Morgan Riley? Absolutely. But the, what's going to happen if they go, if they lose the next five or six games or whatever, they, you know, they, 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 they the tires kind of fall off, right? Right. Who's going to get the brunt of the blame? Morgan Riley. I guarantee you. A lot of the tune is going to change. A lot of the tune is going to change. And people are going to be on my side of this because they're going to see, oh, you know, he was an idiot for that because now he was gone for games that we needed him on the ice to win. Right? That is what's important for the Toronto Maple Leafs rather than settling the score with the, the 28th best team in the league, all that stuff. So what? He put a slap shot into the net. The Toronto Maple Leafs and their fans need you on the ice every single night, logging 24 plus minutes a game to have even a chance of winning. And now you did, did something stupid, and now your team can't have you. If I'm a player on that team, right? What are you doing? They, we need you more on the ice than we need you to do that. None of those Leafs players have a problem with it, clearly. Because the. Again, maybe I'm just thinking. In I'm a gonna, different... I'm gonna, I'm bookmarking this. I'm remembering this yes. because similar situation is gonna come up in the NHL. And I'm gonna wait and hear what you have to say. Okay. I'm very surprised to hear that you're saying it's stupid. Maybe it's because it's the Leafs. No. Because I don't actually think you believe that. I, don't I do think believe, you believe it. That. If okay, think about this, right? If Quinn Hughes or or Philip Perlone did the same thing, I'd say the exact same thing because I want them on the ice helping my team win games. I don't want my best defenseman to be sitting in the press box for six games for something that he could have chose not to do. Don't you think if he gets six games, five, six games, or even more than that, yeah. I feel like more heat will be on the Department of Player Safety than it would be Morgan Riley. At the end of the day, Albert, I... Because I, of the inconsistency. I, I don't think Riley know, takes heat for this in I, any way, I know. I know that's what you're saying, right? I understand that completely, right? And I get it. The player of... I, again, that Zadorov suspension was not even suspension-worthy, in my opinion. You're pen penalizing a guy because he's so much taller than Lucas Raymond. The same thing I said about the Jake McCabe situation. Players have to do a better job of putting themselves in positions to s protect themselves, right? But that's an on-ice play. This was after the play. This was in the at the end of the game with intent, right? This was a stupid play. And that's just the way... That's, again... You are Morgan Riley. You need to be smarter. You need to be a leader like that. You need to be accountable, Right? I just don't think that doing this and now putting your team behind, further behind on the eight ball on the defense court is a smart move, especially at this time of the year. I don't agree with it whatsoever. We'll see if it forces uh, Tree Living's hand to accelerate uh, trade talks. I should mention before we break, mm -hmm. no suspensions in Morgan Riley's career ever. Heading into that game, the guy only had eight penalty minutes. So I don't know if they're going to take that into consideration. 
Probably not. Remember the situation with Jason Spezza, where he was never suspended, mm-hmm. needed a player in the head, ended up getting six games. So we'll have to wait and see, and we'll hear about that tomorrow on Tuesday. As again, I said, we're filming this on a Monday at 1.30 p.m. Eastern time. Justin Pooney is fired up. Let's take a quick break, and we'll talk about uh, some of what led up to that hit in that game because this Morgan Riley chatter is really overshadowing how bad the Toronto Maple Leafs played against the Ottawa Senators. Homestand Leafs is powered by Sports Interaction, your homegrown sportsbook featuring custom same-game parlays and prop bets you won't find anywhere else. So why bet with one of those American companies that don't know anything about your teams, players, or games that matter to you? Sports Interaction, your homegrown sportsbook. Bet local. And breathe. Okay, now that we we know that Morgan Riley is going to be suspended, Mm -hmm. Five or six games, if not more. Let's assume, let's just assume it's the next five games for the mm-hmm. Toronto Maple Leafs, which means on Tuesday night, they're at home to St. Louis, then they're at home to Philadelphia, at home to Anaheim, then they go to St. Louis, and then they go to Arizona. So not the toughest schedule, but I think we also need to say we do know how the Leafs play. They play down to their opposition. They have losing records against really bad teams, the Iowa Senators, the Chicago Blackhawks, which is no bueno, the Columbus Blue Jackets, I believe as well. Um, so maybe this isn't the worst time to lose your best defenseman. But with that said, he eats up 24 minutes plus per game. How do the Toronto Maple Leafs now cope without Morgan Riley in the lineup? Uh, you throw out a, pretty much an AHL defense core out there and hope for the best, I guess, and hope that Austin Matthews scores four goals a game. <laughs> well, so basically what they were doing before. Yeah, exactly what you're doing before. Okay, so let me just, before you get into what you want to say. Yeah. Uh, they practiced today, mm-hmm. um, and Leafs lines looked like this. Brody and Lilgren on the top pairing. Brody yeah. on the left side, so on his natural side. Benoit McCabe, Lagus, and Giordano. And obviously Riley is, is with uh, Max Lejoie. He obviously won't be in the lineup for some time. Connor Timmins is currently ill. For that top pairing, do you have an issue with Brody playing with Lilgren if that's the way Keith's going to go? And what else can you do, right? You're not well, you can put McCabe up there. Because Brody's been playing on his on his offside, yeah, basically since I, he's been with the Toronto Benoit Maple McCabe Leafs. together. I, I kind of like that. It's got a bit of j- a jam to their game. They got a little bit of you know physicality. What you'd make it the first pairing? You're saying no? No, no. I just keep him as a second pairing. But look, I mean, because Lilgren can skate, he can move the puck up. Again, we haven't talked about his you wins right there. I mean, oh, we yeah. use I use that term loosely, right? Right. But um, this is the situation they're in. This is why I was so fired up on Morgan Riley because now you have Timothy Lilgren on your first pair. Right, and you mentioned the schedule. You mentioned the fact that look, St. Louis, Philly, who's you know had a very good season this year. Anaheim, St. Louis again, and then Arizona or Salt Lake City next year. Um, I, what have we known? <laughs> we just saw them play the 28th best team in the league on Saturday and get embarrassed. Right, the Leafs are known to play down to their competition, not up. So we can't even say these are winnable games. Right, we can't. No. Um, and I believe when you look at this. Brad Tree Living, what are you going to do now? What are you going to do? Are you now in a position where you feel the heat and the heat was already on, but now it's cranked up another notch because you don't have your number one defenseman now for five to six to maybe seven games, whatever it is, right? Um, at least until the end of the month, right? For the rest of February, you're not going to pretty much have Morgan Riley. Um, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? How are you going to fix the situation? Because... Well, we should be clear, you can't fix the situation. You, well, how do you improve the situation, right? How do you put the fire out a little bit? Um, 
seasons have so many moments in them, little split second decisions or whatever that changes the course of your season. And that's the thing that keeps coming to my head. We've talked about so much how this Leafs defense core is so hampered. It's so it's so depleted, right? How now, Bradshaw, you cannot sit on your hands anymore. You have to do something. You can't expect guys like Brody, Lilgren, Benoit, McCabe, Lagason, Giordano to really carry the mail. We, we already could. Morgan Riley, at least, is a guy that can carry his own pairing, right? You throw Riley out there, and at least, even when he's with Brody, and as bad as Brody's been, right, you can kind of hide him a little bit, a little bit, right? Now, you're full-on exposed right now. Um, and I believe that, look, they're going to have to... It goes back to Mike Van Ryan, Sheldon keeping his coaching stuff. Okay, we don't have Morgan Riley now for the next little while. We have to change the way we play our game now. The game of the Toronto Maple Leafs has to become much more simpler. Pucks off the glass, pucks out of the zone. Just keep it very simple. Don't eliminate as much possibility of mistakes that the, these defensemen can make, right? If, for example, on tomorrow night, if we don't hear one defenseman making any play whatsoever, that's a good thing, right? If we don't hear them at all, that is a good thing. We know that's not going to happen. It's probably not going to happen, right? Because of the quick turnaround and stuff like that. But I want to see how the defense, Mike Van Ryan, the defense coach, and Sheldon keep change the way that this team plays over the next little while, right? How do they change their game knowing that this is the the bullets we have in the chamber and this is not a a shotgun, assault rifle, this is a BB gun. There's no bullets in that chamber. No, this is one of those little like water, what are those little water pellet guns? That's it. Paintballs? No, not even paintball because the paintball hurts. (laughs) This defense core is not going to hurt. This is Brody, Lilgren, Benoit, McCabe, Lagos, and Giordano. This is nightmare fuel. Yes. Dude, this is really, really bad. And another update, looks like Jake McCabe is taking some runs in practice on the PP1, Oy. replacing Morgan Riley, which <laughs> how much does that say about Timothy Lilgren? Oh, man. That an offensive defenseman, which he, he is, and they want him to be, isn't getting time on the first power play unit. Obviously, that, that, that might change. But Morgan Riley plays in every single situation. So the PP takes a hit. Obviously, you're missing a guy who's not going to play 24, 25 Honestly. minutes a game. This is a this is a really big I, issue. I mean, the last game against the Senators, mm-hmm. obviously the, the whole season, it's just been turnover after turnover after turnover, silly turnovers, defensive breakdowns. William Lagason, I mean, he hasn't played in a while, but that game against Ottawa, he was poor. He was so, so bad. bad. A, there was a point in the game where I thought he was benched for a little bit, and uh, and Sheldon Keefe was double shifting Morgan Riley. So there's real issues here. There's no trade that you can make that can make up for the absence of Morgan Riley. So the Leafs are in trouble. Mm -hmm. They really are. But they got some good news, uh, at least uh, on their fourth line. David Camp Mm was back in practice, and they need him badly with Yarncroc out. Um, So there's a a positive there. But for the foreseeable future, Mm -hmm. you're playing a St. Louis team who's starting to get red hot under a new coach. They're 7-3 in their last 10. Mm -hmm. That's a tough game. Then they got Philly, who always plays them hard. Totorella has his team playing pretty well. Anaheim... You know, you expect them to win. You got to go to St. Louis and Arizona. Like, there's there's nothing. It's a softer schedule, but there's nothing easy about it, especially when you're missing a horse. And so now who becomes that horse? Is it spread out, or are you hopefully leaning on Brody? No, 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 no. Brody to find his game in the next five games. Right? This is where the Leafs are at right now. This is a horrible position for Sheldon Keefe to be in. For a guy who's trying to hold on to his job, I don't think he's going to be fired. But there's a serious chance that over the next five games, they go well below 500. But I will say this. I talked to a bunch of Leaf fans, and they seem to think that this is like a rallying point 
for the Toronto Maple Leafs, delusional, and he delusional, believes delusional he, thinking. That's they delusional believe. Thinking. Hold on, they believe that maybe we'll see a much tighter game from the Toronto Maple Leafs Dude. without Morgan Riley being there, which can benefit them in the long run. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't necessarily agree. Yeah, it's more of a wait and see for me. But that defense is. Uh, that's one of the worst defenses. Think about this right now. Think, think about this right now. This could have been a, a, a stretch of their schedule if Morgan Riley didn't do something stupid, where they could bank points and you know try to improve, right, and get secure more of that. You know, a playoff. Maybe not catch Florida, but you know, separate themselves from Tampa Bay a little bit. Well, hold on. Let me let me point this out. Yeah. The last time they had a softest schedule, they played at Buffalo. They lost nine <laughs> three. Oh yeah. Then they went to Columbus. They won four one. Then they lost four two to Ottawa. Six five to Columbus. Exactly what I'm saying. And this then team, obviously you have the uh, the LA trip. So then look at this, right? After this stretch, they there's go. No, so maybe there's no such thing as soft trips. No soft schedule. But Tom Maple Leafs. But after that, right? They go at Vegas, at Colorado, Vegas, Arizona, New York, Boston, Ooh. Buffalo, Boston, Montreal, Philly, Carolina, and then Philly again. Yeah. Yeah. And, and by the way, they're in a playoff race. Uh-huh. So th- now, do you see where I was coming from the first block? You are in a dog. So you want Morgan Riley to process everything we just said in Morgan seven Riley. seconds? Yes, Albert. You know why I was so Justin. mad? I Come was. On, I'm, I was. You might not know this about me, but I'm a bit of a hothead. Listen, if I was on your team, if we're playing beer league hockey, yeah. and someone did it to us, and you're on the ice, you didn't do anything. We we might have. But to Albert, here's this is the drop thing. the glove. This is the thing, Albert. I am a hothead, and I would do something like Morgan Riley did. I kicked a guy in the head in hockey once. Why the hell would you do that? Because I didn't think. The emotion of the you moment. Kick someone to me. in the face. Yes. And yeah. what happened to that guy? He was fine. They jumped you in the parking lot? No, he ran away scared. But <laughs> you're such a clown. But this is what I'm saying, right? Looking at it as an adult now, not a irrational, you know, hothead. You got to be smart. And again, the situation we just talked about is dire. Where Jake McCabe now is going to play on power play one. The Toronto Maple Leafs are going to chart a power play tomorrow night against St. Louis Blues in an NHL in an NHL game, excuse me, where Jake McCabe is going to be the point man for power play number one. I, if I'm Sheldon Keefe and I'm Guy Boucher, just put five forwards out there. You're better off doing that, right? You, you're better off running out five forwards, I think. I don't mind um, Jake McCabe. Often. He's not so. Morgan Riley, but listen, he's not he's not terrible. I think he's played like seven minutes but of once PP again, time this season. Well, once again, not Albert, great. what's happening? Defensemen are being asked to do something out of their comfort zone. They have to punch up one or two weight classes now, right? right. And that's not conducive to having any success whatsoever. Well, let's be honest. This Toronto Maple Leafs team, we've been saying it all along, mm-hmm. is not a true Stanley Cup contender. They're yeah. a good team, not a great team. They're and okay then, team. And now this is, yeah, this probably makes them an okay team, if not worse. We should probably mention this before we break. Mm-hmm. Ryan Reeves had something to say today. Oh, boy. He was asked about the, his thoughts on the Riley hearing. He said he was surprised. He also said, make hockey violent again. A tattoo I should get. Basically saying uh, Look, the game is different now than the I, one that he grew up, grew I, up in. I agree. I love, you know, I love the fights. I like. I wish hockey was a bit more physical again. But it's just the way we play it now. And it's, I, different. That's, it's different. And again, Ryan Reeves, say whatever you want to say, bro. You're not, do something about it then. You, you did nothing. I don't even know what he's done this year to... Who? Ryan Reeves, what has he done to make oh, hockey? He was, just, he was just saying that it's a different game it is than di- the one that he grew up in. And, and he's just surprised that they hear hearing. I think many that. players, honestly, I think many players and many people across the league are surprised that he's getting a hearing. And maybe it's, that's maybe that's but surprising don't you, but don't you But don't you find it funny, though, that all these guys that are say, oh, I, I'm surprised, I'm surprised. This is the way the game has been the last 10 years. 
Right? I the, agree. The, the game, it, yeah. it, you play in the game every You play the games all the time. You understand what you are right in the middle of the episode of how the NHL has evolved from what it used to be. Right? You should be self-aware of that. Right? That's what I don't get. Like, you... I get it. I love the physicality. I loved all that stuff, right? I loved watching all the fights growing up, right? But that's just not the way the game's played anymore. It's gotten a little bit more violent recently. I've noticed. Yeah, Morgan Riley cross-checking dudes in the face. Right. Perron going after the wrong guy. Yeah. Dylan taking out Achari. Zadorov trying to take people's heads off. Zado- Truba trying to kill people Don't every get me started on the Zadorov. All right, I won't. I should mention, maybe this, maybe this is worth mentioning. Maybe it means nothing. But way back when, when Ryan Reeves played for St. Louis... He did beat up a one George Peros. How does Peros feel about that? Who is the no. head of the Department Stop of Player Safety? Let's start a conspiracy. No, no, no. 35 no. games for Morgan Riley because Ryan Reeves beat up George no. Peros one time. Okay, let's take a quick break and we'll wrap up. I do want to touch on some more from that game. Mm-hmm. There's a guy named William Nylander. Don't know if you heard of him. He got paid a lot of money and it's still not going well. When when do we start ringing the bells, Justin Pooney? on William Nylander. We'll discuss after the break. Okay, continuing from the Leafs and Sens game, I want to touch on William Nylander, who had a horrible game, in my opinion, who's been having horrible games since he signed that that contract. I thought he was going to turn his game around, but he hasn't. Justin Pooney, since signing his contract, William Nylander, 13 games, 4 goals, 7 assists, 11 points. Mm-hmm. He's gone eight games with zero points. He had a horrible game against the Senators. His soft wrister from the point <laughs> caused the breakaway from Ridley Gregg, which caused Morgan Riley to potentially so get suspended. So what you're saying, it's William Nylander's fault. This is all William Nylander's fault. No, but I will say this. Listen, I, I said on the show before, and I think you have as well, mm-hmm. uh, You know, willing to give this guy a bit more runway, considering how hot he started. And he's coming off the mm-hmm. contract, and you're thinking, well, this doesn't look that great, but there's a really good player there. He's performed well in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Maybe he can find it and bounce back. It's been 13 games, and he hasn't found it. He hasn't bounced back. And the it, it, what concerns me the most is not so much the production. It's the effort. If you really just pay attention to him and watch him, there are a lot of times where he's lollygagging around. The effort isn't there. And once you start questioning the effort of a player who just got paid $92 million, there's problems. And I feel like he needs to turn it around sooner rather than later. But that could just be the, you know, the, the critic in me who's saying that. I'm not sure how to feel about this one, but I'm not liking the direction that it's going. I think Bradtree Living, Brennan Shanahan, the Leafs front office have uh, some buyer's remorse right now in that Nylander contract? No, I don't think so. You don't think so? No. Like I said, it's only been 13 games. But it did, that's a good stretch, man. Right. Like, what I'm saying is think about how his game, where his game was before the contract. Right, where this guy was, you know, top ten in points, and you know, you looked like he was a guy that, you know, was finally putting it all together to now where he right. just looks like at some point in time he doesn't care, right? And again, he had a very good game against the Dallas Stars. Three points. We came on here we were talking about how well he played, and then to just look so disengaged, disinterested, like you mentioned, just no like bite whatsoever. Um, it shows complacency, I think, with more with William Nylander. I think he's just complacent now where where he is in the NHL. I'll be like Mitch Marner, right? Just slide through, get my points here and there. But after that, I'm really not going to do anything. Make sure my stat sheet looks good because, again, that's what gets you paid, right? But the intangibles aren't there, right? Um, so when do we start worrying about Nylander? I've already been worried. Yeah. I've, I've, I've told you that from the, from the game what after the uh, right before the All-Star break, right? This is now worrisome because it's one thing. Again, Lamar Jackson in the NFL got 
requested a trade from the Baltimore Ravens, wanted to get paid, end up getting the biggest contract uh, in NFL history at that time. Right. right. What did he do this year? Had the best regular season of his career. Not the I guess the best regular season of his career. One, pretty much one unanimous MVP. Now I'm not saying William Nylander needs to do that, but true elite athletes, true guys that want it. Austin Matthews, just a guy on his own team, just signed for the most amount of money per season in the NHL. And he, right now, he's the Hart Trophy winner in my books, right? That, there, that There's levels to this, right? Look at Austin Matthews' level. He wants to prove every single day that he is worth the $13.25 million, right? William Nylander negotiated his way to get his $92 million, but he doesn't look like he, he, he wants it. He doesn't care about deserving or living up to that standard right now. He's happy he has it, but he doesn't want to live up to that standard and be known as that guy who's earning every single dollar he's making, right? And that's the difference right now. And I and it's yes, it's 13 games. Can he turn around? But it's very disheartening if I was a Leaf fan to see this guy that we just invested so much money, the biggest contract in Leafs history, and not want to live up to it, right? Where your teammate is now taking his game to a levels we've never seen before. Where he's on pace to score 40, sorry, 70 goals, right? He had two points again on Saturday night. Um, it just, again, shows you the difference of how guys are wired mentally. And we're seeing that William Nylander is a guy who's wired, doesn't really care. He just doesn't care. Mm. Yeah, I don't know if I'm there with saying that yet. Does he care? But, but there are times where I watch him play where I'm like, does he care anymore? Okay, but let me ask you this, right? If you... Comp- you it, look it's some, listen, it, I don't think it's being talked about enough. I think people are kind of like me. They're giving him a pass right now you because it's only been 13 games. But th- this is starting to get really, really worrisome. Cons- and we always talk about the lack of scoring, yeah. you know, from, from the secondary guys. But if the main guys aren't producing, then there's an issue. And when there's a lack of effort, that's even scarier. And if you're Sheldon Keith, you're stuck between a rock and a hard place. What are you going to do? You get a bench? Nylander? You're going to sit in the pros- press box? No chance. That's not happening. Albert Keith doesn't have that type of power. He had 20 points in January, right? He had, I believe it was 15 points in December. Yeah. November, he had 13 points. In February, so far, he has four points. Yeah. I know, dude. Trust me, I know. They signed him. He got signed at the peak of his powers. They're like, wow, this guy can be better than Austin Matthews. We got to give him the money. That. Nobody said that. No, but that's probably the way that we're looking at it. Yeah. Listen, he's probably on par with Austin Matthews based on the way that he's playing, if not more, during that stretch. That's what's terrifying. That's disrespectful. Obviously, Austin Matthews. it is. But listen, obviously, that stretch of hockey is unsustainable. Mm-hmm. But we know he's better than that. With that said, he's still top ten in points. There's probably a good chance he finishes with 100 points if he snaps out of the streak. And guess so, what? And then, the and then this conversation means nothing. No, it means nothing because why? He has 100 points, but we don't think about how he's wired and how he just yeah. doesn't. Again, I will say generally though, he's one of the better, least playoff performers. So he has that. Yeah, he has that credit in the bank. Okay, we're running long today, but it's because there's a lot to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else from that game you really want to touch on? Uh, Martin Jones. Yeah, there's a couple there where I thought he probably should have had. Uh, maybe think, the the Martin Jones magic is is gone, a little but bit. But then that now the other thing is that now that Jones is looking kind of shaky, now that you're placing more responsibility back on Samsonov's shoulders, but now does that also put more pressure on Joseph Wall to come back, maybe before he's a hundred percent too? No, I don't right? think so. I do. You, I I'm, I'm beginning to think it was a mistake by Keith and the Leaf staff to start Martin Jones against Ottawa. There was enough of a break there. I thought Samsonov could have yeah, started. No, it's I, Saturday night. It's the Battle of Ontario. Really important game. 
Maybe you got to put your best guy in there, and the best guy at the moment, anyway, which was Samson. I get it. Um, I question that decision. No, I get you. it. But we talked before. I think we needed to give Jones. They need to give Jones some action, right? Some meaningful action where uh, you have to assess, right? You have to assess how does this guy react in a high-profile game in a in an intense matchup. The team's not very good, but there's still talented players in Ottawa, and I think if anything, it's a positive for the Leafs where now they know that hey, look. We got a. We now know that Samsonov is the guy that's going to get the run right now. Got some goaltending news, Justin Pruny, hey. live on the podcast. Speak of the devil, Joseph Wall mm-hmm. was occupying one of the nets at practice. Oh. Martin Jones, who was doing some work earlier with the goalies, is not taking part in the session. This is the first time Wall has been an active participant in a full practice since his injury. That's from David Alter, who okay, covers well. the Toronto Maple Leafs. So that's, that's very good news. Mm-hmm. I don't think they would rush Joseph Wall. Mm-hmm. They probably would have done that by now. But this is a good sign. I mean, uh, based on what we just saw from Martin Jones, you're going to need someone behind Samsonov. Yeah. Stat. And that man is Joseph Wall. Okay, I think that's all from the game. I mean, Nylander, yeah, wasn't great. Finally got some secondary scoring. I thought Domi was good. Could have had two. Obviously, the first one was chalked off. Matthew Nyes on the board. Tyler mm-hmm. Bertuzzi did not score once again, which is a bit concerning. Um, I thought the fourth line was good again. Ryan Reeves having another good game. I mean, we criticize this guy so much. Since he's been back in the lineup, he hasn't hurt the team. That's I mean, that, that should for. count for a lot. That's all you can ask for with a fourth liner. Oh, and one thing I want to touch on. Your thoughts on after the Riley hit on Greg, Sheldon Keefe sending out the fourth line. That should have been To take the, the face off the scrap. That's what the appropriate thing would have done. Okay. Get the guys out there that doesn't matter if so they that's get suspended. Fine. Yes, that's, that's fine. fine. Okay. Guys like... I'm just Morgan keeping Riley track. Was, yeah, I'm just keeping track. That's of you. fine. And what about Brady Kachuk telling his teammates not to fight? Thoughts on that? I don't care what Brady Kachuk says, man. It doesn't matter. So that's that's not that's that's a good matter. team. That's a leader, right? Like he you're is. saying. Hey, look, is Brady Kachuk going to get suspended for six games? If Brady Kachuk, okay, listen. If that was Noah Gregor on the breakaway, and that's Brady Kachuk, Brady Kachuk would have took Gregor's head off, and and we, everyone would have been like. That's a leader. That's what I'm talking but about. But here's the thing, Albert. You know it, Justin Everything Pruitt. is imperative. Everything, sorry, everything's different. The Leafs are in the middle of a playoff chase. Who cares if Brady Kachuk misses six games? The Senators are going nowhere, right? <laughs> right. Everything's relative. I will say this, though. Senators are a really good team. They're talented. They're really talented. They just blew it in the first half. I think yeah. they're going to cause a lot of upsets. So if you want to make some money in the second half of the season, I think betting on the dog Senators because they're, oh. they're not going to be a favorite. In any game. Sorry, break more breaking quotes. Oh, Sheldon Keefe on uh, was surprised Morgan Riley got an in-person here. And he added, "I think there's a history also of the events that happened in Toronto and with the Leafs that get more attention and more hype that tend to lead to something such as this." No. Hockey night in Canada. It's Toronto. It does carry a bit of weight. It does carry a bit of weight. Excuses. No, no, I don't think that's. A, I think it's the truth, Justin. Come on. All right. If it's if it's a game between. So Arizona and Columbus yeah. and Johnny Gaudreau does this. It probably doesn't carry as much weight because the spotlight wouldn't be on it as much. That's I think that's what he's trying okay. to say. Okay. And everyone outside of Toronto is saying, "Yeah, okay, whatever. Whatever. That's stupid Leafs." Toronto tax. Yeah, Toronto tax. Okay, let's wrap up the show yeah. with our favorite segment and everybody's favorite mm-hmm. segment. It's time for Burton Pooney's bankroll booster, <laughs> yes. powered by Sports Interaction, your homegrown sports book. Bet local. All right, let's look at the Toronto Maple Leafs taking on the St. Louis Blues Tuesday night in Toronto. Sans Morgan Riley. What do you like in this Sons, game? Sans Morgan, not Sans Morgan Riley. Sans Morgan Riley. What do you like, Pooney? Uh, I'm going to go with the St. Louis Blues. Uh, I believe the Blues are playing much better, like you mentioned, since they hired a new head coach. Uh, the Leafs, there's going to be a drop off on that defense core. Take the Blues, but 
once again, seems like every night I'm going to say this, but take Austin Matthews to score a goal because he seems to do that every game. Yeah, I'm on the Blues as well. Last 10, 7-3. and three. Since they fired Craig Berube, they're 14-7-1. and one. They're on a 108-point pace record at the moment. The Blues are flying. The Leafs are going to be hurting without their main guy who plays 24 minutes a mm-hmm. night in Morgan Riley. I'm on the Blues as well. And that's been Burton Pooney's Bankroll Booster, powered by Sports Interaction, your homegrown sports book. Bet local. That's it from us here at Homestand Leafs. Thanks so much for listening. Don't forget, we drop new episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You can find us anywhere you download your podcast. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the show. Five stars, please. That will make Justin a very happy man. Also, if you want to send in a question, either through an email or voice message, send them to Leafs at homestandsports.com. We'll read your questions, concerns, or insults on our Friday episodes. The email, again, is leafs at homestandsports.com. For Justin Pooney, I'm Albert Vartanian, and this has been Homestand Leafs.